to the Circle of the Drain podcast with Ryan, Adam, and Jared. And today we have a very, very, very special guest. Today we have Mr. Tom Sergis. How are you today, Tom? Good, good, Ryan. Thanks for having me. That's great. Tom, you uh, you listen to our show? I do listen to your show. You know, it's it was my first ever listening to a podcast. Nice. Jared had to hook me up to know where, where to listen because <laughs> I was like, how do you listen to these guys? Are you subscribed? I'm subscribed. I am subscribed, right, there. Yep, I am subscribed. I get to I get to know when the new ones come out, so that's good. Right. If you are going to be on, make sure you subscribe. That's right. Let's yes, go. Tom. <laughs> yes, that goes for all of you listeners too. If you haven't, please subscribe to our show and give it a little, uh, you know, five star rating. That helps us out. And we also have an Instagram now. Um, I actually I should have looked to see what the Instagram is called. <laughs> Anybody know what it's called? I think it's just called. Is it just? Circle it's just. Yeah, circ- just look up Circle of the Drain. What's Instagram? You'll find it. What's Instagram? Oh my gosh! I'll get you hooked up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jared's well, taking care of me again. Yep. All right. So, what do we got for today, Jared? A uh, great question. So, I think what we're going to do to uh, to warm up is uh, we're we're going to play a little game with Tom. Tom is probably among the most useful human beings I've ever met in my life. So, I'm telling you, if if you want to build a deck. This guy will come over and build your deck. If you want to, if you want to learn how to play basketball, this guy will teach you how to play basketball. If if you want to learn how to rewire a, a four star hotel in a faraway land, Tom knows how to do it. So, so we are going to do a, a quick game we put together. That's going to be called Tom Island. All right, each one of us, we are going to be on a deserted island all together, and so. The object is is that we can only bring one item. <laughs> and so Tom's going to be with us, so we know we're going to be safe. So what item are each one of us going to bring to the desert island in order to survive? Because I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if you bring a piece of chewing gum wrapper. Tom can build a bomb out of that thing. I believe it. Can you believe it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 100%. So that's what we're going to play. Sweet. Who wants to start? Desert Island. I mean, yeah, I'll start us off. Let's go. Um, if first thing that comes to mind is a way to get water. Okay, so water's really important for survival. Okay, I'm thinking some type of filter. Okay, some way of purifying the water in the in the island. You know, so a water purifier. Okay, to simplify it. So that's going to be the very first thing. Is first item. You figure, hey, if you can't, if you don't have water, how long can you really live without it? Right. Well, we got time. No. Yeah. So, we're good. <laughs> we'll just get some sand off the beach. There you yeah. go. You can pu- you can purify water with yeah. sand for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sand yeah. sand in a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what I mean. We've got our water purifier now. So that was a dumb one, Adam. You want to pick again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if I do. If okay. you're talking to me like that, I might just leave. Don't do that. What do you think, Ryan? You know, I heard I heard a rumor. That basketball is a big part of Tom's life, oh, so I think I'm going to yeah. bring a basketball. I don't know. We won't have a hoop on the island, but it'll still be cool. It. We'll make a hoop. We'll make a hoop. We'll make oh, a yes. Hoop. Oh, yeah. So I heard a rumor, though, a rumor yeah. in the rumor that you used to be able to throw down 360 <laughs> dunks <laughs> no, yeah. back the, in the, the day. Rumor, the rumor is exaggerated. 
that it's never was as three sixty. I could <laughs> it was a windmill. I could, I could never mm-hmm. make the three sixty, but I could I could clear the rim enough to put to put the ball back through the hoop. That's so, that's yes. really impressive because and we'll get we'll get back to the game in a second, but because you brought it up, Ryan, I love this. You are how tall? Five seven. Five seven, the same height as your hero. You just said height. Hero. height. I know. He's been saying it height. recently. <laughs> height. Yeah. height is correct. I don't see. I don't know. Just say height. Just say height. Same height. The same height. All right. Height fine. Whatever. As Spud basketball Webb. grapes. Spud, Spud Webb. Webb. Yep. That's right. The only two people in the world that are five seven that I know for fact can dunk are you and Spud, Spud Webb. Uh, me and Spud Webb. But not anymore. Well, yeah, but he can't either. <laughs> oh, no. I see videos of him still. He can still dunk? He can still dunk. There, right, there's well, there's a now. video of him yeah, on Google. I want to check that Coaching. Out. And he still he was he he still old, threw down the dunk Web right now. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Let's see. Put and I'm trying to remember who the young Spud guy. Web. But the young guys were like, "There's no way you can do it. No way you can do it." And, yeah. he, and he did it. He did it. Huh. Took his suit coat off to do it, but he did it. I mean, the man's all business. Mm-hmm. Me, I just wanted to be able to dunk to be like all the cool, you know, all the cool basketball but players. But you really dunked. put some work in to get that. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to work hard to get there. What was the key ingredient? Practice. Yeah. Just, just jumping. Yep, jumping. Just working weight, weight jumping, and so this says. Sorry. No. Sorry to interrupt. No, not at all. This says Spud Webb was five six, one thirty three, okay. which is about the same size. Yeah, as they Adam. called him as five seven. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> he's excuse 50. me. No, no, no. I was no. trying to see if that would just slide no. past. No, <laughs> no. Five six, one thirty three. Yeah, that's about your height and weight, right? Height and weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's just what I about. And that's probably when I weighed when I weighed one thirty three. Is probably <laughs> when I was able to clear the. He's fifty nine. Oh, the oh, there's a recent video. I was going to say it him. said a recent video of him dunking. Was, so it says eleven years ago, but oh, okay. he was still forty seven years old. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, at forty seven, I wasn't I wasn't dunking anymore. Well, yeah, but I mean, I at think the same about time. yeah, I was probably like twenty four and I stopped dunking. Man. That's about when I stopped. But there's dunking. guys that are yeah. well over six feet that can't dunk. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh. Yeah, like me. Boom. Sorry for our <laughs> audio listeners. <laughs> can't see that, but can't it was pretty that, cool. But it was good. Yeah, and for our audio listeners, I am five six. Yep, one hundred thirty three <laughs> no. pounds. No, that's not true. And I'm about six five two fifty. Good gracious. Pure muscle. You play for the Bears. They could really use you. Yeah, they could. Did you see that game today? Uh huh. <laughs> Bad. Yep. So. So really, part of the reason why we wanted to bring you on, Thomas, because we've referenced you more than any other person in the first in the previous five Spiders. episodes. Yeah, you and Dave Papich are the ones who have made the most like reference, you know, points on on each episode. So the guys are ex- excited to have you on, as am I, and they've had some some really cool experiences dealing with you and um, and working alongside you. And so, guys, you want to talk a little bit about um, kind of Green Lake and what you've learned from Tom over the last couple uh, of years? Yeah. So this previous Green Lake that we just did, um, we were split into, like, work groups. So we had a leader, and then we had a couple students with us who we were kind of separated and did work. So Tom was our work leader for me and Ryan and a couple of the other guys. And so... We did a lot of work. Um, we did a lot of uh, electric work. We replaced a bunch of lights and light fixtures in, was it like an inn, hotel? Yeah, in one yeah, of the hotels. Bauer. The, yeah, Bauer. Bauer. Right. Yep. And then we knocked down a couple things, moved some stuff, 
Yeah. Tom dangerous work. Knocked yeah, Tom down a couple things with his bare hands. <laughs> with his bare hands. Adam, you want to tell that Just story? ripping apart this fence. fence. You know, we show up. They're like, oh, you know, save the screws. And then Tom's <laughs> just like, you know, ripping it out of the ground. Everything's going everywhere. But... Do you want to tell the story, I, Tom? Sure. How yeah. This happened? I, yeah. I don't know. I, feel I, like you I think I think I kept saying I'm going to go over here and have a sandwich, and <laughs> you guys were doing most of the heavy work. But uh, there was a point where we we started to get a little a little haphazard, a little dangerous. Uh, I remember a sledgehammer being involved, and a lot of a lot of swinging in a sledgehammer. And there was a point where, at one point, I mean, my stories aren't as as well known as jared's but they, they they've been told a few times uh so uh bob was up and he was just wailing away just taking chips and chunks out of the fence with his sledgehammer and i looked at it and i thought oh, it looks like it's about ready to go but it's just bouncing too much so bob's bob's force and you know power with the sledgehammer just right. wasn't getting it because it was resisting it right so i thought oh it just needs it just needs a shove. That's right. So I walked up and I said, I'm just going to give it a push. Like that's what a man would do. Yeah, that's all I need, you know, just yeah. a little push. Well, I pushed it and it didn't go anywhere. So I thought, all right, I'm going to have to push it again. That's right. But this time was <laughs> the time it, it must have realized it was over. <laughs> I, I'm thinking because it just went down with no effort at all. Yeah, it just folded right up. Just folded. Yeah. Folded like a house of cards, it you know. Knew. And fence knew. Yeah. And, uh, but I was ready for it to give me some resistance. And when it didn't come, mm. Tom had overstepped. Yes, he did. So <laughs> I was ready and I just continued down with the fence and landed on top of it. And, uh, from there we got up and, uh, what'd you find? I found that, uh, I started back to work and found that there was a screw stuck in out of my arm. <laughs> <laughs> this is, he's not exaggerating. There was a screw sticking how how far are you think? Like three or four? It was about a couple it was inches. About four. Well, no, it wasn't a couple inches. Couple, it was yeah, probably yeah. about quarter to half inch. Okay. okay. You know, still. Threads. Yeah, sticking on your bone. Yeah. Yeah, it was touching mm-hmm. the bone, my elbow bone. Mm. So, Man. and then it was like, so then I was like, well, this has got to come out. Yeah. So I looked at Brian and I said, hey, can you pull this out? And at first he didn't want to, but then yeah, he, he was did. acting like Riley. Yeah, <laughs> he was acting like Riley, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but <laughs> he'll get so a kick out of it. He looked at it and he just he just said okay. Yeah. He ended up yanking it out, handing go. it back to me. <laughs> I just threw it down and mm-hmm. we went back to work. So we got a lot done that day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, man. All right, Desert Island. We going back to it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we <laughs> circle back. Sorry, <laughs> circle we back far around, off that back around. Okay. All right. Right. So Is it you're my up. Turn? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you're up. Yeah. Okay. So we got um, a basketball and a water purifier. That's right. Okay. Good start. Hot yeah. start on that. Um, let's see. I'm I'm pretty sure that as long as we've got time, we're going to be good. But let's, uh, if we are going to be on Desert Island, we got a little bit of entertainment. We got a way to purify water. We got we got to be able to f- cut wood and make sure that we've got heat and uh, and a place to stay. So I'm going to go with an axe. That's going to be my my contribution to. Are you saying like right. full size or like a hatchet? Well, I'm going to go full size. All right. Uh, something that Tom and I can use because mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're strong enough to wield an axe. You two will probably right. just play basketball. Yeah. And, in the sand. Right. right. In the sand. Yeah. In the <laughs> sand. 
Yeah. But all right, Tom, what do you need? I I'm going to go with you know you get everything done with the with the multi-purpose tool okay you know get that macgyver macgyver i'll call it macgyver knife absolutely yeah, you would it's say not really that. a knife like I, I saw that i saw that coming from a mile away i'm sorry oh yeah <laughs> good answer you know, though it's got yeah, everything you, true. you know you can do anything with it at that point mm-hmm. you absolutely. could make a basketball hoop and we would and we would absolutely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even have to bounce. We need entertainment. We just need to yeah, shoot. just keep shooting. We're going to be dunking anyway. Yeah, you're going to be. Because we'll have you nothing will. else. None of us will. We'll have nothing <laughs> you'll else be, to You'll do. be dunking. We'll have nothing else to do but practice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, you can teach these young boys how to jump. jump. Well, I see these guys jump pretty high. Yeah. You know, we've played basketball a few times, and they get up there. <laughs> What's next? You want to do uh, – well, you had something interesting happen to you recently. I did. Yeah. Do you want interesting, to share that? interesting is a a good word. Traumatic, 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 traumatic works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just preference it by saying that I spent the evening with your parents, and oh. they were so <laughs> thrilled. Oh yeah, to have you as a son. That they night. were yes, they were very happy with me. <laughs> Why don't you kick us sure. off and let us know what you did? So, if you're uh, on TikTok or even if you're not, you might have heard of the one chip challenge, and this is. It sounds like it would be nothing, but I can tell you right now, it is not nothing. It is a chip. Its pet comes in one package, just a one chip per every package. What's the package look like? It looks like a coffin. It looks like a coffin. It should have been a clue to you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I look past all that, and it comes with warnings. It says, you know, it's not for the like weak, this. not for the faint of heart. Um, so it comes in one, well, a coffin. Literally a coffin. Um, and this chip is like, it's black. It, it, it's black. It's gross. It, um, But it's supposed to be one of the hottest um, chips like in the world. And it's really a tough challenge. Um, and me, in my uh, wisdom, I said, yeah, I can handle it. I got it. Don't, don't worry about it. What's the actual challenge? The, the, so the actual challenge... Is you eat the chip, swallow yeah. it, and no water or anything for five minutes. Okay. If you can last for five minutes, you, you beat the challenge. Okay. So I said, I can do that. <laughs> easy. <laughs> oh, it was not easy, folks. Um, so I ate the chip. Yeah. I was I was good. I was like, this isn't that bad. And then it started to hit me, and my mouth went numb, and then I started sweating, and I started coughing, and my nose started running. Um, but I made it to five minutes. I made it to five minutes. So I was, I was technically, good. Technically, technically, I did win the challenge, but I also lost the challenge. Yes. Um, so I, I completed the challenge. Hmm. And then I, after the five minutes, I was like, "Give me all the drinks. Give me all the water. Give me all the um, milk." I even had an ice cream sandwich. I had wet rags. I was wiping <laughs> my face with. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating on this. Um, it was bad. Um, but the, the hotness and the the spiciness of the chip started to pass. And then I was like, oh, this is this is fine. So I started trying to get up and walk to a small group where the rest of the group was. And I, I got about halfway there, and I just keeled over. And I was like, oh, no. My stomach was just killing. Um, I, had to, I had to literally walk to the bathroom, hunched over, because my stomach was just was hurting so bad. Um, and I said, oh, no, what did I get myself into? So I walk into the bathroom. And I uh, am just in so much pain. 
Um, I I try to puke. It's it's not working. Just <laughs> it didn't it didn't. Um, and then I did end up being able to um, puke, and that just made it worse because when he comes up, sorry for if you don't like <laughs> if you don't like puke, you can just skip forward a couple minutes. Um, but it it just hurts your like because of the spiciness, it Goes makes back. it burn. Yeah, burn. Um. And that made it worse. So I'm I'm laying on the bathroom floor, and I can't even pick up my phone to type, like Brian Pap. Help! I just I just hold the button for Siri, and I say call Brian Pap, <laughs> and he answers right away. He's like, "You good?" And I just went, "No, dude, I'm not." Um, and he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll go get you something." So he runs to the Dollar General, and he comes back with um, Pepto Bismol mm. and Tums the chew the chews. Yeah. And he comes back, and I'm laying on the bathroom floor, like hunched over, shoes off, just Why in so much pain. Off? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember taking them off. I don't. <laughs> the heat just knocked them off. They, like I was just probably just get this off of me. Um, and so I I try to take the the Pepto Bismol, and I'm laying on the ground, and not ten seconds after I took the Pepto Bismol, I just lean over and just. Honked, 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 yeah. <laughs> and threw it all up. And it was, and then I just, I was in so much pain. I just laid down, and the puke was right in front of my face, just a little <laughs> puddle of pink and blue. Oh, oh that's gross. That is um, very graphic. Yeah. So I was, I was like, oh man, this is not good. And um, so, who made you do this? Who were we blaming? Yeah. For how this? did this happen? Nice. There's no one I can blame. I can't blame anyone but myself. Are you sure? I. I would, like I would. Yeah, I, I think I have a certain person in mind. I would this. love to blame somebody. Who would you blame? I would blame Jay. I think. You, I think I, it's okay. Clearly, Jay. Because fault. N- not because it's necessarily his fault for you doing it, but just because it's really easy to blame him. It's true. I feel like that's true. He's like Jay's the easy to guy. blame. Yep. So okay, I'll blame Jay. Yep. This mm-hmm. is Jay's fault. But let it be known that I tried to take the money. Yeah. I think we should drop his first and last name and probably home address right on the show. <laughs> It'll really... So that everybody can just <laughs> The last four digits of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. four digits of his social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we don't do that. <laughs> I think uh, we could. Yeah. I don't see yeah. the issue. Agree to disagree. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Jay, Jay's, you got him on the line? Okay, yeah. Tell him uh, <laughs> we, we got a problem with him. We're bringing him on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was... um. Yeah eventful and just just terrible a learning experience i'm still going back to the fact that it was in a coffin and you yeah know, you didn't even yeah, dead, i didn't even think about it dead giveaway didn't yeah, give away, right yeah yep. yep but that coffin is sitting next to my bed on a little shelf next as to a reminder bed. as a reminder yeah. well and kind of a badge of honor yeah yes because i completed the challenge correct yeah. nobody can take that away from me so in a way maybe we should be celebrating jay right well, he's, he's a hero in the story. He's not a hero the, of the story. Not, not a bum. Lesson learned. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. Would you say it's the most uncomfortable you've ever been? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I've never. I've made made mistakes in my life. Yeah. But I've never regretted something so much as I did. So you actually it. regret doing it? I. Yes. Wow. I in that case, it. it's totally Jay's fault. I regret it. Yeah. yeah. Back to Jay being the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Jay is the bad guy. Okay. All right. Don't do the one chip challenge. (laughs) Unless you want to 
Be in pain. Yeah, laying Severe on the bathroom pain. floor with your shoes off. Uh, <laughs> yes, terrible. Well, what do you say we get to know Tom just a little bit better? Yeah, let's do this that. is a good time to do that. Tom, we're going to throw it to you. Why don't you either uh, take us... You know what? Would, would you mind start telling? Start by t- uh, kind of giving us your testimony? Sure. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, well, when I when I do my testimony, I used to... I, I learned it and practiced it. You know, you go when you first started following Christ. But then after you get to be as old as I am, it's kind of like, you know, what have you done for me lately type of a thing. Uh, so I think I go with, I, I, I came to know Christ. I, we went to church. I know you hear that from a lot of people. We went to church. We went to church. Uh, we went to church. My parents, my mom would take us to church. My dad never went to church, but we kind of, you know, it kind of was like, he goes, you need that. You need that type of a thing. And so there were years when I was like, okay, I'd go because that's what I was supposed to do. I wanted to do what I was supposed to do. I never wanted to be this rebel without a cause or here's the rules, follow the rules. So um, it got to a point my high school, when I was in high school, where uh, fresh, I want to say freshman year, I found out my mom had cancer and she ended up dying before I graduated high school. And uh, so it was it was a rough high school time. And uh, that was kind of what got me into, you know, I wanted to be a part of a group and I felt a part of a group with playing basketball. And I could play basketball in a lot of different places. And uh, so it was it was good. But then once my mom died, I kind of got away from, you know, I didn't want to have anything. I didn't believe in God. I didn't want to say that he was there. But I kind of just focused and my my got my idol or my God at that point became basketball. I, everything I focused on was to be better playing basketball. It wasn't to be, you know, better for anything else than to play basketball. Um I ended up playing basketball with a guy who was, in my eyes, was good. He was a good player. If you're a good player, you know, game knows game. That's what they say. So he would talk to me about scripture. He would always share scripture with me. He always had a, a, a Bible with him that he would, and I always thought that was weird. Why, does, why would somebody carry a Bible with them everywhere they go? That, that never made sense to me. But he would share with me, and he'd just say, what do you think? What, what's, you know? And so it wasn't him telling me this is what to believe. It was him just letting me read to to understand. And it got to a point where there was one day where I was like, no, you know, Jesus died for my sins. Jesus sets what, you know, the guide for my life is this book. So I started just, you know, reading the Bible, reading the Bible as much as I could, trying to understand it. And I'm not a scholarly guy. I don't understand tons of things. But there's points where I could understand that that makes sense. That makes sense. So one day he just asked me, he goes, so what do you, and I said, he goes, well, you can be a follower too. And I was like, no, there's no way God's going to want me. He doesn't realize what I've done up to this point. And then he kind of was like, yes, he does. (laughs) You know, he is. And I was like, you know, you're right. That's what it tells us. He yeah. knows. He knew us before we were born. Right. So it was like, okay, I can follow that. And uh, so then it was, I want to say we were in mid-basketball season, 
And he goes, well, look, come on, let's just go, you know, we'll go out, we'll get a Coke and mm-hmm. just talk. And at the end of that night, I just was like, you know, you're right. I want to follow God. I want to make God be, you know, center and focus in my life. And I don't, I don't need basketball to be what defines who Tom is. Okay. That Christ is going to, def- you know, Christ is going to define me. And so I, I had prayed that night and. It wasn't like I, d- I didn't have a Paul experience. It wasn't like the next day I was, you know, this devout, miraculous Christian. It was, you know, two, three, four years of me just, oh, reading and, okay, this is what God wants. This is what I have to, you know, and it was just like learning how to dunk. Okay, if I want to follow him as close as I have to, these are things that have to change. Sure. Or these are things I have to do. And so it just became, then I had kids and it just went from there. So what he's been doing for me lately, I think Green Lake was a big part. And you guys tell me, you know, I sit and I listen and listen to what you guys did. I think the work was nice. The work was fun. But I think the the conversations we had after the talks were the real things were, you know, God just requires of us, which is what he requires of me, which is the next thing, you know, get up. Okay, you've got a screw in your arm. You've had a, a get rid of the screw. Get that, get that sin or that thing that you did wrong out. Right. Get it away and now focus on the next right thing. Get your feet under you. So to me, that's that's been my walk lately with God is just to, if there's something I did wrong, ask for forgiveness get my feet back under me and stand firm in what he tells me and just gives me the opportunities to share. I absolutely love that, Tom. Part of, um, part of what I like, can I see your Bible real real quick, please? Sure. Thank you. So um, what I'm looking at is, is Tom's Bible, and um, what do you see about it, boys? Uh, it's taped. It's taped, right? Mm-hmm. It's covered in, in black duct, duct tape. Right. It's being held together by, by tape. So Tom is now that same guy who carries around his Bible, and he's that person for us. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about Bibles that um, are all chewed up and beat up like this is they're usually owned by people who aren't. You know what I mean? When, when you've got a Bible that looks like this, it's well-read, and every page is just being held together, it, the Bible looks like it's falling apart. Normally, the person who owns it isn't, and so uh, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on, Thomas, because we've got such a tremendous amount of respect for you, and um, and really, what you bring to the boys is another level of just understanding and experience. You know, they get a lot from 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 guys like you know Bob and I and Brian, but there's another there's another level altogether. You know, and even for a guy like me, so. Um, whether it's a men's group that we've been in or you know, whatever, you know, whenever we're rubbing, we're rubbing elbows in any capacity, I'm always trying to learn from you. I'm always trying to pick. And it's not that I'm idolizing you, but I see your behavior and how you follow the Lord. And I, and I think to myself, okay, it's to be emulated. It's, it's, to, be, it's to be watched and, and understood. And then, um, and then it's, it's, I use it as a guide for myself as well. So I appreciate that, and thanks for uh, 
for letting me to you know see your Bible. But guys, what did you have to add? Yeah, I agree a hundred percent with what Jared just said because when we did the um, the panel on, at church the know, the Sunday after we came back, I said the the thing that I took away from being in Tom's group is how much he loves Jesus and how it comes through through what he what he does, the way he acts, the way he talks, the way you know everything, mm-hmm. just the way he lives. Um, and I have a ton, like, like you said, a ton of just respect for that. It's just a really cool thing to see. Yeah. I I would have to agree with Ryan on that. It's just like having someone like other than your parents who clearly has had that experience of going through life and to have them just be there and say that, yeah, 100% you need to follow God because there's no other way. Mm Mm-hmm. And let, let kind of that reassurance in that example, I think. Beautiful. Well, we've picked out uh, parables. Uh, I guess we started with John last week mm-hmm. um, or a couple weeks ago. And and we've been trying to go through one, a podcast, and just try to work through our favorite ones, or or very least the ones that are most important. And each time we, we allow our guests to pick uh, the parable out. And Tom's picked out uh, one for us tonight to discuss. Tom, you want to... You want to take that and kind of sure. Uh, the one I picked out is the laborers in the vineyard, uh, and the reason I picked this one is that it's one of those that it's it's something that's easy to share, even with somebody who doesn't believe in this book, because the principle of it is applicable to even daily life. Uh, but the verses are like this: For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for the vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them he said, You, go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went, going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. And he said to them, You go to the vineyard too. And when the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those who hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the hired first came, when those hired first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each also then received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. What I like about this um, parable, I guess, to, to start is right from the beginning, the very first sentence it reads, for the kingdom of heaven is like. And so the parable specifically is talking about 
what the kingdom is going, going to be, be like, like. Yep. you know, this is what we can expect. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about a day's work, you're talking about usually six o'clock in the morning until about six o'clock at night, about 12 hours. Yep. And so a denarius would have been the same pay that a soldier would have gotten for a, for a day's wage. And the first set of workers are already three hours into the day. And so they're going to get paid for their, right, their nine-hour day okay. for a full day. So they're already being, you know, the, the landowner's already being generous mm-hmm. with, with, you know, with the very given. first ones. Plus, they've agreed to the terms. Yep. Those same terms are not offered to anybody else. You know? No. Each time the landowner goes back, he just says, I will pay you what is fair. Yeah. And so... I mean, what, boys, what do you take from it? Well, if we're talking about characters, obviously the master of the house would be God. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of this idea that he's going out, he's choosing these people who he sees fit, and he's deciding to give them work and to give them pay, even though, you know, he doesn't have to. He can go hire full-time servants for probably less money, but he's deciding to be generous and going out and giving to these people. And so, and even on the 11th hour of the day, literally, you know, how much are they going to work? They may, might get 20 minutes by the time they get back to the vineyard. Good, good point. And you're still paying them the same. So I think that kind of relates a lot to this idea of grace and salvation where it's you are kind of, it's like you're in the kingdom of heaven or you're not you know you either believe in god and you believe that he died for your sins or you don't and you don't get into heaven sure i like your point with um you know with i, I you shouldn't begrudge the landowner just because you know, just because uh, he he chooses to to give grace to those he chooses to give grace to, right? You're not always going to be the nine o'clock worker. You know, mm-hmm. there might be times in your life when you're the you're the you know the eleventh hour worker. You're the one who's pulling up, and it's nice to know that there's going to be a that that your landowner or the landowner is going to give you that same grace they gave to somebody else, right? In that you know in that time. So it's a good thing to work for somebody like that. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I I liked um, the part that stuck out to me was the um, the first um, workers, the ones who worked the longest. Yeah, and how they um, were frustrated that the ones who hadn't worked as long still got the same pay. And I think that as Christians, sometimes we, um, if we're like Adam and I have been going to church for our whole lives, but there are some who haven't. And like you said, some of them might only get 20 or metaphorically 20 minutes of work. Um, but it's still the same grace. And I think sometimes, um, we get frustrated by that. We're like, well, we've been working for you our whole lives. Yeah. And this person is, um, only the 20 minutes, but right. we're equals. And how is that? Mm-hmm. How is that fair? 
And I think that's it. But does God really owe us anything? No. That's no. the that's yeah. the Well that's that's the whole premise of right. the of the of the thing is yep. that God owes us nothing. Right. And he chooses to give to whom he chooses to give. Yep. Right. And he can give as much as he wants. Yeah. And I think that for me was one of those lessons that, you know, when you get saved young and you get to be my it's to the point where I and I mean, even into my 30s and 40s where, God, I'm doing all this for you. And uh-huh. these people are coming in and, you know, they're they're getting, you know, treated just as much. As, sure. as like, where, where's me? And it's got to be there. There's got to be that point in your mindset where it's not all about me. Yeah. It's God's decision. And what God requires of me is just to share his word and yep. what he's doing in my life. Yeah, it's perfect mm-hmm. to say that. Absolutely. And, and, and one of the things I, I picked up on today in today's service, when Ben Mott from Green Lake, the president, was talking, not only does God not owe us anything, but his will is always going to do what glorifies him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and, and for the world to hear that, they're going to say, well, that sounds incredibly selfish. That sounds incredibly self-centered. And they don't understand the glory you know, they don't yeah. understand that if God gives us absolutely nothing for the rest of our lives, that his grace is sufficient, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we have a chance at salvation, just because mm-hmm. we've, give, we've been given that opportunity, if we get nothing more from him, it's, it's still enough. So, And he's given us that opportunity. And he's given yeah, us that just opportunity. Just like Ben talked about this morning. Exactly. He started with... Everything is his plan, his will, right. and he intended it to be that way from the beginning. And it's all going to work to his glory. You know, all for his who, glory. Who do yeah. you get? Who do you get upset with? You know, do you? Couldn't the other thief on the cross with the thief next to Jesus and the thief next to Jesus? Who Jesus? Says, okay, today, yeah. today you're in paradise. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't do anything his entire life, right? But God's grace says, you, you've He's done in. it. You're in. Yeah. You've done enough, right? Just on his grace alone. And because and because he said, yeah. you know, remember me. Remember me. Today in paradise. Yeah. That's and it's amazing. He gave up himself. Correct. On it became it didn't become about him. It mm-hmm. became about what Jesus was doing. In our case, what Jesus has done. It's, already, yeah. Yeah. it's good to serve a Lord like that. Yeah. You know? It's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I love that. Well, Tom, thank you so much for coming on today. Mm-hmm. We yeah. really appreciate it. Thanks, um, like we said, it was um, good to be here. Yeah. We've got a tremendous amount of respect for you and, and for what you do for the boys and for the church and, uh, you know, a good friend of mine and, and I know that the boys really look up to you. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You bet. Adam, you want to take us out? Yep. Well, this has been the circle, the drain podcast on episode six, 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 six. Hey, we're getting close. We're getting close. Did we ever talk about the nope. statistic? And we're not going to. We we're not going we to. We're not later. going to. <laughs> later. Okay. We're not going to jinx it. Not going to jinx but it. But we'll get there when we get there. That's it. Uh, but yeah, this has been the sixth episode. Thank you much, so much for listening. Um, make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating, if you don't mind. And check out our Instagram, Circle the Drain Podcast. Circle the Drain on Instagram. All right. Well, this has been your hosts, uh, Adam. Ryan. And Jared. And we will see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.